Hello shoppers, Editor Griffin here before the episode properly starts because uh, I wanted to take a moment to thank all of you for listening to the show and all of our patrons at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia because this is episode 100 that's kind of a big deal uh we get all gushy about it in the episode itself but instead of cramming all of the patrons in at the end of the episode i'd figure i'd take the moment to do it now so a huge thanks and shout out to savani two nerds in a pod ice deer brewing trent carlin christina Enoch, Joel, Patrick, Roger, JJ, Veronica, Zan, Connor, Jeremy, Kyle, Tyler L, Xander, Justin K, Stark, Rin, and Boopus for all of your support. We wouldn't have made it this far without you. Thank you all so much. Please enjoy the episode. Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard, because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach Robb. I'm Griffin Coldiron. And we're here with the first, I don't know if it's annual, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal <laughs> Tournament of Champions to celebrate Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop's 100th episode. I love you guys. I love you. Hey, Griffin. Hi, Zach. Um, this is episode 100. Zach, this is episode 100. We have done 101, technically, episodes of this show. Oh my god, it's kind of hard to think about. Like we don't, we're, we're not talking about the fact we did a, a 99.5 or whatever the fuck count. we did. It doesn't it, count. It's, it doesn't ca- This is episode 100, and that's what it's going to be posted as, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Zach, how the hell are you? I am uh, thrilled. We've been doing this show, Griffin, uh, for about four years. Mm-hmm. Um, four years of our lives. Yeah. Um, I was a not married man when we started mm-hmm. this. I am a married man. We both have moved several times, gone through a lot of different like life opportunities. I'm a union member. Mm-hmm. A pandemic happened. I've gotten cats. We got really into Monster Hearts. We got so into Monster we, Hearts. This was, this was the second show on the network. On mm-hmm. a network that now has had, what, eight shows? Six? Seven. Seven, Seven shows. shows. So Seven we've grown shows. by five shows in the time since we started Pet Shop. It's been a long time. Four years, 100 episodes. <laughs> You almost spit my coffee. <laughs> 100 episodes. <laughs> Holy um, shit. But we're here. Um, Griffin, you want to let them know a little bit about what's going on? Because I've been talking for a very long time at this point. You're good. Absolutely. So to celebrate episode 100, Zach and I are going to do our best to 
definitively answer the question set out by, by this show to answer. And that is, what is the best pet? Of all of the official Dungeons & Dragons content published by Wizards of the Coast, yeah. which of them, the ones that we have talked about, are mm-hmm. the best pet? So, we have gone through, we've poured through every previous episode we've ever released where we talked about any sort of official D&D content. We have picked one participant from each episode to represent its episode and itself, really, and have thrown 42 different pets into a bracket. And on this episode today, we're going to be going through each round and we'll be doing our best to determine once and for all what is the best pet in D&D. Are you fucking ready? I think so. Uh, worth mentioning as well, this is really, Zach, this is the first time we're, like, going off format. This is. This is going to be very weird. It's going to move so, way too fast, probably. <laughs> but you know what? It's we worth have it. no idea what this episode is going to look like, as per usual. That is, that but, continues to be our brand. That's our life. That's our brand. And that's what we're here to do again. Okay. Round one. You ready to do this? I'm ready to dive fucking headfirst into this bullshit. Hey, Zach, however this ends, love you, man. I love you so much. I love you. All right. So, <laughs> round one. Um, uh, uh, Towards round uh, round one, uh, we've got, what, 10 matchups here. Yeah. It, it, it sort of split uh, the 42 we put in into two separate groups. Uh, the second group got a bye to round two, essentially. Yeah. Um, some of them got to buy to round three. So those lucky few are very lucky. <laughs> yeah. This was fully um, randomized by the way. Like we had fully no randomized. input into this. So yeah, some of these are going to be very one-sided. Some might be decent matchups. Who fucking yeah. knows? Okay. Um, I think we're going to be basing these off of, I probably, uh, uh, um, you know, of course, what would be the better pet? But I think a little bit of our classic Clash of the Creatures, creatures vibe creatures. might be in there a little bit as well. Probably. All right. So round one, our first matchup, we have got our titular Griffin. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> versus the elemental Myrmidon. So, of course, and I think for some of these, we'll, we'll need some refreshers on. The yeah. Myrmidons were basically like elementals that had fused with like some armor and had some yeah weapons. they're like big armored elementals they're kind of yeah. badass mm-hmm. and then you've got a griffin your big old skyline which we all know and love yeah which we all know we all love <sighs> all right so what do you think i am leaning toward griffins i think that makes sense for you it does even though i wasn't the biggest fan of uh the portrayal of griffins in the monster manual what, you don't eat horses? I do not eat horses. I've never eaten a horse to this day. I have not eaten a horse. There we are. But, like, I think they're they're one of the more iconic creatures. Uh, they're of, you know, they have good temperaments. Uh, they're, you know, often seen being ridden upon. That's fair. I, I think uh, Myrmidons are great, too. They make good guards and stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, a pet, a companion... I think it's got to be Griffins. You can't beat that air superiority. It's true. Mm-hmm. I think some of the Myrmidons can float, but that's about it. Yeah. The wind one would be able to fly. What do you think? But I think Griffins take it. I think, you Griffins, think Griffins take, take it? it. I think so. Okay. 
They're moving round, on to round two. Round one, match one goes to the Griffins. Marcus in progress. I don't know how to move this. Um, oh, no. Report score. Participant. Oh, okay. Griffin. One. One. Myrmidon. Submit, submit score. Boom. Griffins move Woo! on. All right. Fantastic. Round, matchup two in, ra- uh, in round one. We got the Blink Dog. Mm-hmm. Classic. Way pup. Uh, 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 Faye Puppy. Versus the Scavers, which are the... Um, uh, they were a latecomer. I think they came up to us from Spelljammer. They were from Spelljammer. The, 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 space, the Space Sharks. Space Sharks. Yeah. The really cool one-eyed Space Sharks. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm like, look. In terms of better pet, Blink Dog already wins. I think so. In terms of Clash of the cle- Creatures fight thing, like, sure, like, the sca- the Scavers intense, but, like, if it goes to Nom, like, the Blink Dog's just gonna blink out of its tom-tom. Oh, like, like who would win, straight up, who would win in a fight? Yeah, I think, like, like the Blink Dog's just gonna outmaneuver the Scaver, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's I, like, oh, you, 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 you tried to swallow me, cool, Cole? Cool. Now I'm off, you know, off your flank, and I'm gonna nom into your gills or some shit. Yeah, deuces. I think it goes I, to Blink Dog. You think it goes to Blink Dog? I think it goes to Blink Dog, Griff. I think it goes to Blink Dogs. All right. Blink Dogs, Blink dogs are the winner. Blink Dogs v. Scavers. Blink Dog wins. Wings. I love wins? it. Wins? Sure. Wings. All right. Matchup three. We have the tre- <laughs> this is- We got the Tressum, uh-huh. which uh, I believe were from, oh, God, the Storm Clouds Fury or whatever the fuck it is, the big yeah. giant. Yeah. The giant, the quest, Storm Kings, um, Thunder, whatever. That they're, one. That they're one. They're cute kitty cats with with wings, big wings, um, like and like a then, little griffin, like a little griffin, but cat, yeah. Um, and then there's the Chimera, which are also Ooh. pretty cats with wings, but they also got dragon head and goat head, <laughs> and are a lot lot bigger. They're a lot, lot bigger. A, a lot, lot, lot bigger. A lot angrier, I feel like. Now, Tressum, definitely good pet. Chimera yes. would fuck a Tressum up. Well, sure, for sure, for sure. But, like, that's what I think we got to figure out, Zach. Like, are we are we figuring out, like, the strongest creature? Or are we figuring out the one who's going to love you the most? Por que no los dos? Because I want Tressums to win. <laughs> all right okay th- th- here we are because i think it's kind chi- it goes to the chimera here so okay. uh what w- argument here we go mm-hmm. make it snappy make it make it snappy cat pat, Tre- tressum better pet is small it can live in my apartment without burning the place down and losing my me my security deposits I'll, also has wings so like that's kind of null and void but like is I think traditionally like a wizard familiar as well. So like it's just got so much going for it in the good pet realm. Whereas Chimera going to be angry and smashy all the time. Okay. But if you're into, you know, you know smashy all the time. Cool. But think about it this way. With a Tressum, you're just getting one pet. But with a Chimera, <laughs> you're getting three, really. Oh, no. <laughs> It's real big, though. It is real big. You need a lot of space for a chimera. I think... I th- hey, uh, can yeah. you ride a Tressum? No. Can you cuddle a chimera? Yes. 
Is that Chimera? <laughs> like, 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 trusts me? Like, you know, like, like we've, we formed a bond? Why not? Like, it'd be one of those cute things of, like, I, you know, I just flop on the floor and then, like, a big lion head just sort of right on my chest and it's like but it's kind of cute and the, all three all three of the heads sit there the dragon sits there and it's got you know, cute little cute little smoke things coming out of its nose and it's like <laughs> and the goat's like Meh. and we i just watch some you know cheaper by the dozen or something yeah i think i think you've convinced me fuck yes i think you've convinced me chimera <laughs> takes it baby chimera v tressum chimera takes the win there we go. Okay. Take us into our next one. Next up, we've got the <laughs> uh, the Horde Mimic versus one of the OGs, the Bullet. Billy Bullet, baby. So Horde Mimic came from Mr. Fissy's Dragon Bucket um, in episode 88. Uh Bullet, the bullet technically didn't show up to episode seventy-eight. It was all, but it was in our test episode. Yes. Before all of this began, the the technical um, episode zero. I'm going to throw it out here, like, you know, in terms of, like, pet, like, the the the, the Horde Mimic's not going to go anywhere. It's going to stay in the same place. Mm-hmm. Bullet's at least going to be able to come to you. Yeah. And if we went into a fight, the Bullet's just going to burrow through the Horde Mimic. Ugh. So. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think easy win for the Bullet. I think easy win for the Bullet right there. Awesome. Moving on. Love that. What All we got right. next? Uh Next up, we have the basilisk, the like six-legged uh, lizard thing, known for breakdancing. Yeah, from episode, episode six, episode B-boy six. basilisk, and the uh, carrion crawler, the self-described big chill death grub. Big chill death grub. I need to remember like why the carrion crawler is so chill. Because I think they like they don't like attack folks; they just eat dead stuff. You know, so like kind of like chill. It's just a, I mean, it is a big grub, and it's like a big grub. You know me, Zach. I love, I love my guabi. Oh, guabi! No, I do, I do love my guabi. So okay. I, and maybe it comes from all of my love for Hollow Knight, but I do love the guab. So like, I might well, give it to the carrion crawler. I'm, I was gonna say, like, just ease of life. Not looking at my pet in the eye would be very difficult. I don't know how many times I've been asleep and, like, you know, like, woke in the middle of the night and, like, rolled over to just have Ripley, like, sitting on my bedside table just, like, wide mm-hmm. eyes staring at me. Uh, and so I turn over and I've just got two big cat eyes in my in my face. I'm like, shit. But then if that happened, I would turn to stone. Mm-hmm. And that would be bad. That'd be bad. That'd be bad. So I think I think best pet of the two, Karen Crawler. Karen Crawler. Are, are all, we, right. Are, are, all right, we 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 have we figured it out. Beautiful. Moving right. on, we have the uh, the cave fisher, which I cave believe fisher? comes from Volos. I think it was in Volos. Yes. And then we have the uh, coming from the mythic odysseys of Theros, uh, the Nyx fleece ram. So the Nyx fleeced ram. Is just a big cute goat with like moon, with like moon wool, with moon wool, and the cave fisher is a nasty albino, like scorpion spider. Yeah. So best pet the ram though, I right? Don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think it, there's any contest here whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, hey. 
The Ram ticket, baby. I love it. Give it to the Ram. All right. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. So next up, this is pairing seven. We've got the Lion Drake, also coming to us from Mr. Fizzy's Dragon Bucket. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can hear all about it. Episode 77 of this year's show. And the Flail Snail. Also, I believe in Volos. Yes. Uh, So you've got the, the Lion Drake. It's part lion, part drake. It's a draconic lion. It's got this big, long neck. It's very mm-hmm. cool. They have, uh, I think, uh, awesome matriarchal uh, family structures. And then you've got the flail snail, which is a big, fiery snail with the on the top of its head. It's just got tentacles with big flails on them, and it will yeah. beat you with them. Ooh, Boise. This is a tough one. This is a, this is a tough one. I... Do love the, the the lion drake, but I'm very partial to the flail snail. I, I am too, which I think is the problem because I feel like if we were doing this, like if we were trying to pick a pet for the people, you know, yeah. then like I think the lion drake has the wider appeal. But I do love me the flail snail. <laughs> like, well, and just like from a protection purpose, okay, just like hear me out here. Yeah, the flail snail does have that anti magic shell. Mm-hmm. That is just like, no, no, no. Get I'm your good. magic out of here. Pass. Like, that's kind of sick. And like, so you're trying to cast spells on me? Nah, man. My flail snail's got a problem with that. <laughs> Lion Drake's real cool. I think it'd be a cool, like, I think the, um, having a Lion Drake would be the equivalent of having, like, a, you know, like a sports car. You think so? <laughs> whereas, like, in in terms, it, just in this comparison, okay. whereas, like, the flail snail is, you know, your good old, reliable, trusty Ford Focus. It's for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's for everybody, baby. Like, not everyone can afford a lion drake. However, I can have a flail snail. Lion go- drake is one of those luxury pets. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be, I feel like it's going to have a it's really high maintenance, it's going to have a lot of needs, yeah. it's very Fla- proud Flail Snail's just here to hang, baby. <laughs> flail Snail's just here to chill out. Vibe right. vibe check goes to the Flail Snail. I think it go, from vibe check alone, Flail Snail takes it, baby. Woo! I did not expect Lion Drake to be out this early, but here we are. I know. Here we go. All right. So this next pairing is a special one. Yes. Because our first one we have is the Etcher Cap. Mm. So that's the gross spider humanoid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're yucky. Um, and we do have our one and only third party champion. <laughs> this comes to us from I believe Tome of Horrors from Frog Guy uh, Games. I think it's I think this one's Tome of Beasts. Tome of Beasts. This is the Alehouse Drake. Y'all y'all remember the Alehouse Drake, right? That that cute it, little fat dragon that just hangs out in the rafters of bars and drinks beer. And overhears shit and goes, Hey, I can tell you something. And you <laughs> and then you listen and it's chill. I mean, Alehouse Drake. Right? No contest, Alehouse Drake. Alehouse Drake. You're gonna put it against a gross spider humanoid thing. I no, don't. You. I don't want that near me. Period. There we go. Alehouse Drake. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, it's a contender and it's sticking around. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. All right. Next, we got the Gorgon from episode ten. This is the not not like you know look not like a, a Medusa, but this is the big metallic bull that uh, um, spews a petrifying gas. Yeah. Versus the Zorn, which is the weird 
XY shape <laughs> elemental guy that has like a treasure sense and can dig through ground really fast. I think it's I think it's a pretty safe bet for the Zorn here. I um, I uh, the Zorn's pretty sick. Both are pretty nasty. Not gonna lie, they both look pretty nasty. Both it's are true. pretty rough, but I think in terms of like utilitarianism and yeah. like the one that I would feel safer with having it in my backyard, mm-hmm. even though I might not have a backyard after I get it, it's still yeah. going to be the Zorn. Exactly, I think Zorn takes it, baby. All right, give it to the Zorn. All right, last one of round one. Okay, we got a guard Drake. Classic. So, like, big, reliable, like... Just a strong, noble lizard. Just a strong, noble, like, you know, quadrupedal dragon with no wings. They just hang out, they ride around, and they watch out for you. They're pretty chill. Mm -hmm. And then there's the abyssal chicken. (laughs) Which is the chicken. Yeah. Which, deceptively, is not from the abyss. No, it's just comes it, to us from the uh, uh, from uh, Rav, not Ravnica, from uh, uh, sent to Avernus. So they're just right? they are just abyssal. They're just abyssal. They're just little abyssal chickens. Don't they like do explode they? or something? They do explode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man. I uh, you're gonna make a case for the chicken, aren't you? I'm. <sighs> If it were any other contender, if it was up, if the abyssal chicken was up against anybody else, I think it would maybe have a shot, but not against against the guard guard drake. The guard drake, which I think comes from the first dogs, but not episode. I think so too. And one of the most noble not a dogs. I think it's I think it's an easy win for the guard drake. Like the abyssal chicken, it's a tough fight. It's a close race. Everyone was rooting for the abyssal chicken. But the guard Drake just had it. The guard Drake put in the work. Guard Drake hey. ate a full pasta bake before the big meat. So yeah, re- really carbo loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give it to you, Griffey. You sounded like a sports announcer there, and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I was trying. With that gig, that does conclude for round one. Woo! So Holy shit. So uh, round two uh, is where the meat is gonna eliminations be. Eliminations from round one: uh, Myrmidons out of there, Scavers out of there, Tressum out of there, Horde Respect. Mimic gone, Basilisk gone, Cave Fisher meh, Lion Drake yet, Edder Cap definitely out of there. Who are you fucking kidding? And <laughs> Gorgon out of there. And oh, and uh, Abyssal, Abyssal Chicken. Chicken is gone. Cool. Is tender. Zach. Yeah. I'd like to take this moment in between rounds to just do a, a quick moment of reflection. All right. Remember Infernal Dan? I miss Infernal Dan. <laughs> I think the heartiest we have ever laughed on this show. That it's was, certainly one of the top three. Was that the weird bounty hunter guy? or I think was- it was It was after, after Oops All Angels. And we just kept doing spoofs about, like, Infernal Dan and his Infernal Van with his Infernal fans. And it just kept going. <laughs> and you are cool. you are saying these bits while, like, mid-cry. And it's extremely uh, fucking funny. I'm gonna have to listen to the Infernal Dan episode after this now. That's really good. All right, round two. Oh, this is gonna be the big one, Zach. This is gonna be a huge one, man. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Start okay. us off. 
All right. Uh, coming from our first ever Christmas episode, we have the humble Yeti mm-hmm. and uh, the surviving competitor from round one, the Griffins. Yeti versus Griffin. Yikes. Um, mm. Look, Griffins are great. Yetis are yeah. great. Yeah. I uncon- Unconventional. I know. But I think it might be the Yeti. Really? You think so? I, th- I think so. Because, like, I think a Yeti could be really chill, hang out, like, you know, if you you build enough trust. <laughs> and listen, if we're going in a fight scenario, like, you know, Griffin is a bird, okay? Mm-hmm. That makes Yeti fucking Lenny from Of Mice and Men, okay? <laughs> he's going to, you know, gently get a hold of the Griffin, and then he's going to crush it. And he's not going to realize what he did at first. And we're not going to bring up how the end of A Mice and Men happened, you know, it goes. But <laughs> Griffins. I know. Oh, Griffins aren't getting a free ride to the end of the bracket. I'm not just saying they're going to get a them. free ride. I'm not saying they deserve championship status. I'm just saying versus a Yeti, I think the Griffin comes out on top. I think it's a better pet. Fine. Griffin can move forward. You can be you can you can roast me on the next round for Griffins, but like Griffin I'll, v I, Griffin v Yeti, I think it's got to be Griffin. I'll roast you on the next one. Yeah, come I'll at me, it. come fucking at me. I'm ready. I'll, I'm I'm I'll do I'm, in, I'm in here. I'm all around you. Griffins move on to round three. Okay. Up next <gasps> we have the Rock. So this is the giant, uh, big ass, uh, like storm, like Thunderbird. Yeah. Um, with like wingspan the size of a fucking football field. Yeah. Um, versus the remores or the remores. Yeah. Which is the big ice centipede that shoots like steam. Mm-hmm. It's got like, yeah, it's its body can like superheat to like melt the ice and burrow around it. Yes. Whoo. This is a toughie. I don't know, man. Early bird does get the worm. Early bird does get the worm. I and think and if we're looking at their sizes, like, it's about the same as a normal bird catching a worm. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're both big boys, though. This they is are a- pretty. Uh, look, they're both pretty big. But, like, you know, you see, like, a robin, you know, uh, like, you pull an earthworm out. Like, the size proportion's pretty accurate. Let's see here. D&D 5e rock is gargantuan. A remoraise is... Huge, da, da, I think. Da, da, da. Is huge. All right. Hmm. I think that in if I was thinking of which would be what one I would want to have, if I were thinking of these big boys as if like I was a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. I would want a Remoras on my team, but I think the Rock would win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my heart says Remoras, my brain says Rock. I am ready to rock. Giving it to the rock. Giving it to the rock. All right. Rock takes the win. Give it to the rock. That means Griffins are up against rock. Next ah, round. motherfucker. <laughs> All right. What you got, Griff? Uh, we've got the the Blink Dog. Everyone knows and loves the Blink Dog. One of the Everyone classics the from Blink D&D. Classic. Versus a newcomer from Strixhaven, the Relic Sloth. I do love the Relic Sloth, Griff. Relic Sloth were the big sort of quadrupedal, long-legged, kind of, like, they've got kind of like the giraffe neck, 
but they're fuzzy and they got tusks and they were like used as like pack animals basically on like yeah. archaeological digs. They carry shit. Good pets. Good pets better than the blink dog? I I mean, yeah. What about Nugget? The blink oh, dog. Uh, from the, the popular streaming uh, <laughs> st- streaming session, Critical Role? I'm just saying, blink dogs are going to be hard to beat in terms of, like, good pet. I mean, yeah, but it's just like, what if it blinks off and you never see it again? Uh, it's hard to misplace a, a, a relic sloth. <laughs> I'm just saying, people are gonna ro- are gonna be on our asses if we say blink dogs aren't like you know top tier pets. Okay, but Griffin, my dad left me. I don't want my blink dog to leave me too. Relic sloth takes the win. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Big W for relic sloth. Nice. Newcomer to the field. All right. Major upset. Oh, God. This is. um, So what's our chimera up against? So our chimera is up against the Catoblepis from Zach and Griffin's Yeehaw uh, Pet Shop. There's like there's like the fuzzy swamp cows, right? The fuzzy swamp cows that like smell really bad. Uh huh. Fuck. I don't know, man. This is. My heart says cataplepis. Your heart says cataplepis? My heart says cataplepis. I think I can give it to the cataplepis. Versus the chimera? Yeah. Like, I I know they nasty. I know they nasty. They're, look, they pretty nasty. But, like, one of my favorite things are the fuzzy, like, Auburn Highland cows. Mm-hmm. And this thing just makes me think of that. That's fair. And if I was a nasty witch living in the bog, that'd be perfect for me. I, this is all I want in life is the cataplepis. It's also very fun to say. It is fun to say Cataplepis. Okay, I'll give it to you. Cataplepis. Boom. Moving on. Round three. Okay. Versus the Bullet from round one. We have the Hippocamp. The Hippocamp. Which comes to us from Mythic Odysseys of Theros, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, it's got got to. Actually, it might not. Well, yeah, there might be one in a different book but then yeah there is the hippocamp and odysseus of theris as well yes let's see hippocamp this is the uh oh yeah this is the literal seahorse the seahorse yes so we've got two very different uh terrains here we got a sea and we got a we got an earth you know like a, a burrower mm-hmm. hmm. very different vibes Ballet versus hippocamp if you want the prettier choice of course the hippocamp is going to be the one you go for right hands down Bolette, I feel like, might have the same problem that, like, the Blink Dog has sometimes. Yeah, because it's it just, just going away. But, yeah. And, yeah, the Hippocamp can just swim off, though. Yeah. Hmm. And if you don't live that close to the sea, then it's hard. But, like, great, like, lake, lake pet. A pretty good lake pet. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you live, you know, northern, you know, northern Ohio, Michigan. Yeah. Like, you know, Great Lakes region. Oh, my God. I'm 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 thinking Hippocamp. Thinking Hippocamp? I can I th- get behind it, Griff. I think Hippocamp. Overall, between the two is better pet. I Let's think Hippocamp. I think so. I think so. I think so. I'm okay. kind of surprised at myself, but because the bullet is such a such an OG. All right. So this next one. 
Yeah. A matchup I didn't know that I needed in my life, but yeah. I'm very happy is here now. So we've got the Chowinga, which comes with us from Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, as well as a couple other places now. Yeah. Uh, they're like the little sort of spirit cats. Yeah. Well, Not I, actually cats, but, yeah, like, like, but in the way that I, Zach, often just call you know, peoples and things cats. Yeah, for sure. Um, versus the Gallop Door, which was in, I believe, our first party pack. It which was. Which are elementals that can make rocks just fall and move around and stuff. Yeah, they were the they were responsible, I think, for, like, the base. The base. They sat there and the made a rock pack. go boof, 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 boof. Yeah. Wow. Gallop Durs have been such a sleeper for so long. They really like, have. Like, they're on the surface, they just look like simple little rock dudes. But I've just had a fun, like, attachment to them ever since we talked about them in the party pack. It's fair. Well, look, it, and, like, it, 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 their utility is pretty grand. And I you feel know, like they're pretty chill. They're pretty chill. But then there's also the Chwingas, and they can give you little blessings. And that's also pretty cool. Yeah. I would, I'm leaning Gallop Dur. You're leaning Gallop Door. Do I'm kind of leaning Twingas. Okay. So let us uh one one big one big thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Hit, hit what what's the what's the the grab? What's the gimme? What's the Hmm. I think for me the Gallop Door it's like you're looking for something different but not mm-hmm. obnoxious, right? Like there's so many instances of like, "Oh yeah, this is my like, uh, oh, yeah, I have a Lynx in New York City. Yeah. Like, that's absurd and bonkers, and you're just trying to stand out. Whereas, like, the Gallop Door is actually, you're looking for something different mm-hmm. beyond the normal scope of regular pets, and it is still a good choice for you. Yeah. I think Chwingas are like the teacup pig of, like, little spirit guardians to have kind of chill with you. <laughs> like, they're nice and cute. They'll sit on your little shoulder. You can walk around with them, and they'll be like, come here, and they'll give you a little, you'd be like, oh, you need, you know, that car's coming and it looks like it's probably going to splash on you. Here's a little good luck. And then you don't get splashed and it's a great day and like your pants don't get ruined by muddy water. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still stuck. I'll concede. I'll concede. Okay. I'll concede. For okay. the for the sake of the podcast, I will concede. I was like, we could, we could, we could just do a quick, a quick 50-50 coin toss for him. Roll a die. Okay. Do you want odds or evens? Odds. All right. Odds for... I'll roll a d20. That's more appropriate. Odds for Chwinga. Evens for Galabdor. Galabdor. That is a 12. All right, Galabdor. Take it. Galabdor. They take it on the die roll. Whew. Okay. Our, our tightest match yet. We're trucking along. We're trucking along. Yep. All right. So we've got the Fleece Main Lion. So this is the lion with fabulous hair from Mythic Odysseys of Theros. You can hear yep. all about it in episode 92. And we've got the carrion crawler back. So our big chill death grub. Yeah. <sighs> but that hair, though. Yeah, but like, ugh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Look. This is the this is the the me rooting for the underdog energy that I'm feeling right now because it'd be so fucking wild if Carrion Crawlers won, but there's I, no shot. But yeah, just think of the game that that lion would help bring you. Like, no, I they know come, they come over for the lion's hair, but they stay for the steaming stare. 
Yeah, I mean, like, no shot. It's absolutely the fleece main lion. I fleece just, main lion. I just, I really wanted, I'm I'm really happy the carrion crawler made it into round two. Me too, me too, me too. But fleece main lion, hard to beat. All right. This is a good matchup coming up here next. So first we've got um, relative of our dearly, uh, dearly departed Timothy Grick. Mm-hmm. Um, his cousin, the Grell from yep. episode three. Uh, versus the Gremishka. The Gremishka, which are the like nasty, Terrible, nasty little cats. Yeah, from um, Ravnica, or not Ravnica, from um, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Yeah. Uh, the Grell was the, the floating brain with a beak. Brain and with got, beak. And it's got little dangly tentacles that have little spikies on the end of them. Uh, both nasty. We have another both nasty pr- competition. Both pretty nasty. But I think... Uh, Grells can be chill, and a Grimishka, I think, are <laughs> just sort of at their base, kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a, a no contest for for Grells. Grells, baby, happy happy to have him moving on. You know, respect to Grell. Respect the Grell. It is a brain with a beak. There we go, Grells. All right, all right. We have the Willow Wisp. Versus the Nyx Fleece Ram from Theros. Uh, the Will-O-Wisp being the uh, little floating ghostly balls of light from the owner's and, manual. And the Nyx and, Fleece Ram being the Nyx Fleece Ram. Yes. Will-O-Wisp. Good if you're sort of a mischievous person. Mm-hmm. You're into that sort of thing. Nyx mm-hmm. Fleece Ram. If you're really into livestock. I am. I'm quite into livestock. So. We know Griff's really into livestock. Shaboy love. I've been playing Pokemon again, Zach, and I got myself a Skidoo. Go- oh, okay. I thought you were about to say Go Goat again. I mean, it evolves into Go Goat. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And I got my I got my Skidoo back, and I love his name's Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I'm Team Nick's Fleece Ram. Willow Wisps are cool and all, but like, not a good pet. Good for hey, being hey, like good set decoration for your villainous cave, but like. Yeah. Not a great pet. I'm here. It's already done. It's in. It's already done. All right. I'm pumped about this next one. Yeah. So we got the Hellhound. Mm -hmm. Or the Heck Pups, as I think we referred to them. (laughs) Yes. Versus the Otiug. The Otiug, or I think we called it the Big Meat Tricycle. The Meat Tricycle. Uh, is a big three leg. It's got one eye. It's got these big tentacles on its back with some spiky spiky bits on them. Mm -hmm. And it just eats trash. It just eats trash. Like, it's, it's honestly super chill, and it just eats some trash. Like, this is this is tough because, like, the OTUG has a very clear, like, utilitarian use. Yeah. But, like, it's not something I would ever want in my home. You don't think so? No. Okay. It, it, I, I literally just Would you want a hellhound in your home? I would want a hellhound in my, ho- in my home more than an OTUG. But the OTUG isn't going to try and kill you. The hellhound might not if I give it treats. What are the treats? The souls? Where'd you get them from? I don't know, dog. Like <laughs> souls just, are us. Yes. Buy them. You buy them in in in, uh, you know, in bulk. You, you, you know where I got them, Zach? I got them at Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hey, shameless plug. Uh you know what? Fuck it. Hellhound. Hellhound. Again, not something I was leaning toward, but like. Because I do like the Otiug, but I'm just, I literally just pictured an Otiug walking through the doorway into my bedroom, and I got very scared. 
I got very excited. Um, I'm also very excited that now you've got to sit there and decide whether or not the Knicks fleeced Ram or the Hellhound moves on to the uh, quarterfinals. Oh, sh- oh, shit. It's fucking uh, Go-Goat versus Houndoom. They are. <laughs> All right. Next, we've got the Frog Hemoth versus the Flail Snail. Frog Hemoth. Um, I forget what fucking uh, supplement Folos. they come from. Maybe. It's just, yeah, I think it's huge. It's got three eye stalks on it, uh, yep. and it's just a big frog, and it's pretty bad versus the flail snail. Flail snail, no doubt, right? Flail snail, hands down, super easy. Fuck the frog he myth. <laughs> I don't even know how it made it this far. You know what? Because it got a, it got a buy. That's how oh, it, it got, got this it far. Got a buy, okay. Flail it got snail. a buy, so it's it. You know, it, it got the rest easy. Came into this competition and it still fucking lost. So really, you know what? That's on the frog he myth. Uh, this is also this is also a, a real quick no contest round. Uh, we have the mummy, which is a mummy, and then our our third party champion, the alehouse Drake. Hey Griff, I'm already plugging it in. Yeah, okay. There's there's no shot. No fucking the way. The mummy's out of here. No no fucking chance. All right. Oh, this is gonna be a rough one, Zach. This is gonna be a hard one. So we've got Grick, the the descendant of our. D- beloved timothy grick our episode maybe one. our unofficial mascot or it's it's true um versus a zorn a zorn if uh we, yeah. as we talked about earlier create lots of limbs big old uh, big old eyes big old mouth and uh eats the dirt real good this is this is fun because like i remember in episode one with grix talking about like that's kind of how we originated the idea of like it's all about love baby yeah. It's because they're kind of nasty slugs. You weren't into it, but I was really into it. Yeah. yeah. And neither the Grick nor the Zorn are good to look at, traditionally No, they're um, kind of um, unpleasant to see. I would consider them both monsters if me, Griffin, saw one in real life. Yes. But. So, but. I do love me a Grick. I love the Grick. The Zorn's I, also very good, but I think I the Grick love- ekes out. I love me a Grick. This is one right. I want both to win. It's one of those where the competitors go in and who whoever comes out the victor, their meeting of strength makes both of them better. Steel sharpens steel. Yeah, no, we had we had chance to Doar down there, and he did that thing like like a cat show, or like you know he sits there and he kind of like you know prints them up and like you know and, and like you know takes a look at like their their jowls and everything else and yeah at the end of the day i think the grick takes it it's gotta be the grick it's gotta be the, yeah. um if you don't pick gricks what the fuck are you doing <laughs> thanks chance thanks chance all right another uh, uh meeting of strength we have the uh famous gray render oh yes versus the arc light phoenix the arc light phoenix the Grey Render are notoriously loyal. Yes. Very much so. And, and reproduced by budding, lest we forget. <laughs> Which is wicked cool. Which is wicked cool. But the Arc Light Phoenix is a lightning it's, phoenix. It's a lightning phoenix, and it's very cool. Ooh. Good, but is it a good pet? No. No, I don't, it's, I don't, wicked, I don't it's wicked fucking cool, but it's, it's no, so cool. It's not a great pet. It's not a great pet. Gray Render gonna, is going to be a good pet. It reproduces <laughs> by budding. If anything, it's going to be a very aggressive pet, but like it, it, it's lovingly aggressive. Yeah. 
All right. All right, last uh, last couple of pairs for this one. So we got the Bahir bag. Oh, no, this is the Bahir's first running. The Bahir. The Bahir, which is the giant uh, lightning, many-legged lightning snake yeah. that no t- uh, uh, canonically hate dragons. <laughs> it goes into dragons' territories and goes, hey, fight me, you bitch. Which I think is awesome. I want a Bahir tattoo very mm-hmm. badly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Versus a guard drake. Man. It depends. Do you depends. want dragons in your territory? If well, not, the, Drake the Bahir's dragon, for so, you. Yeah. If you want them, the guard drake's going to be the choice. Bahir is like something you train to like go fight shit. Whereas oh, like definitely. the guard drake is more of like a companion. Like yes. that's going to have your back versus it doing a job. I imagine like the movie moment with the, with the Bahir where it's like, Unleash the Bahir. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? The the damage could be untold. Unleash them. And then like a button's pressed and you hear a big and like giant, you know, metal doors open. Yeah. And like three of these many legged snake things come running out. I think it'd be sick. Yeah. And but, yeah, the guard drake's there to chill. Yeah. Like, this is this is where we're bumping up against again, like I it's think the guard. A, I think the guard drake's a better pet. It's a better pet. Bahirs absolutely have their like purpose in society, and are like I think would be like vital for the protection of like a civilization versus yeah, dragons. I agree. But like, I love Bahir. I know, but <laughs> give it to the guard drake. I think guard drake's gonna win it here. All right, last one this- of round two. I think it's going to be an easy one. I think so. So we have the campus tree. Yeah. Which are cute little mushroom (laughs) folks. I just looked up the art again, and it's just a little mushroom with a little slug tail, and it's just like, hi! They're just cute little mushroom buds. Um, Yeah. And then there's the invisible stalker, which is a wind elemental that will kill you. Campus trees. Campus trees. Better pet, (laughs) hands down. Invisible stalker, (laughs) much better. It would win in a fight. Good for Hardly. murder, yeah. It would sit there and f- I think, and it would just go, and the campus tree would turn inside out. Um, <laughs> but campus trees like to sing, like this they do. They canonically love to sing, and they will mimic you, and it's super cute. Campus trees win. All right, all right. Ad break, uh, real quick. Uh, yeah. Before, let's do before uh, we start ad th- round three. Let's do a let's do a quick late episode ad break. Um, yeah. I was going to maybe take a moment to reflect on the ads, but fuck it. Ad break. Ad break. Still using ordinary pet litter? Why bother when you could be using Litteraline? Litteraline is the premier pet litter for all your magical, monstrous, and otherwise magnificent pets. We at Litteraline not only bring harmony between scent and user... We bring alignment between pet and owner to a whole new level. Talk about chaotic good. Trying not to disrupt the workplace with your office imp? Try lawful neutral printer parchment. Adjusting to changes with your lycanthropy? Try chaotic good musty tavern. Your Yeti looking for some Christmas in July? They're sure to love neutral good mulled wine. Just don't give a fuck? We've got chaotic evil Renaissance Fair porta potty just for you sickos. In addition, 
All purchases of Literaline come with a pack of our new waste bags of holding, so the next time your blink dog drops a deuce on a walk, you can whisk that waste away to its own scent-neutral pocket dimension. Call 1-800-PET-SHOP to order now and start realigning the way your pet does business. Literaline, a scent for all kinds. You know, Griffin? Yeah. As I think back over this show mm-hmm. and on all that we've done, I still regret doing the haunted doll. I We shouldn't have done it. It was really bad. <laughs> I hated every moment of it. Um, and uh, you know what? Curse you for making us do that. I'm, I'm, I regret nothing except that moment. Anyway, okay. round, round three. <laughs> Round Griffin. three, it's Griffins versus Rock. At this point, all of the competitors, all of the competitors from this point forward, we have seen in a round already. Yes. They have competed. They have earned this spot. This is where I Blood think I, it, <laughs> I think no matter what, we can say that every creature we're about to talk about would, would make a good, a good pet. A good pet. But we're here to find the best pet. The best pet. Fucking onward. Griffins versus versus Rock. Rock. (sighs) I love the Rock, baby. I love the I love the Rock too. The Griffin's a better pet. (sighs) I don't know. The Griffin's a better pet. The Griffin has very simple needs. Horses, mostly horses. Do you know how expensive horses are in this civilized world? But, like, the rock is going to do untold amounts of damage. <sighs> Fuck, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I, I will, I'll tell you right now, I don't think Griffins are the best pet. If they win, I'll be very surprised. But Griffins versus Rock, I think it's Griffins. Fine. How do you, how do you ride a rock? You don't. Yeah, you, you, you get you, lost you, in its feathers. Okay, look, if that one kid can climb up on top of the great Vagar, the house of the dragon, <laughs> I can climb on top of a rock, okay? If you wanna if you wanna pitch your case for the rock, I'm here to there hear. There would it. be a tied on rope ladder or a cargo net. <laughs> and I would climb it to a specially constructed saddle. Okay. That sits at the crest of its neck. Okay. <laughs> Fine, Griffin can take it. Okay. <laughs> Relic Sloth versus Catablepis. Ooh, this is a good one. I think I'm on Relic Sloth still. Both 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 big and fuzzy. Both big, both fuzzy. One doesn't smell like death, and I don't need to be a hag to really appreciate what it could do for me. <laughs> <laughs> Relic Sloth wins. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I think you're right. I love the Catablepis. It's going to hold a, 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 a soft spot in my heart or a special place in my heart. But of the of the two, objectively, I think the Relic Sloth is the better pet. All right. Hit it. What All right. Hip, Hippocamp versus Galabdur. Ooh. This is a good I, one. I still think the Galabdur is a sleeper hit. Like The Galabdur is pretty sick. But you can't, like, like, like I don't think a Galabdur is going to, like, snuggle you. It's rock, you know? Like... But the hippocamp is a water creature. Like you yeah, have to like, go to it for snuggles and like I mean, put on a wetsuit. I mean, not necessarily. Like if it like you know sticks its head up on a dock, and I'm like, why, hello, no, 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 no. Mm, fuck, that's cute. 
<laughs> Fuck, that's cute. <laughs> but with the Gallup doer, if your neighbor is being annoying, it can throw rocks at them real good. That's pretty good. But that's still assault. Hmm. That's assault. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, like uh, even if it's, you know, warranted, like look what happens to dogs in, in a UTP. Yeah, like, you're right. You know, like if if a dog retaliates after like a kid's been like, you know, like kicked it and stuff, I like the dog you. gets the short end of the stick. Like the gallop door is going to get in trouble. And we don't want that. I'll 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 concede to the hippocamp. To hippocamp. I think that's the better. Yeah. They're both situational, but I think overall the hippocamp takes it. I agree. Okay. This is going to be an odd one. So we, so we got <laughs> the Beauty the fleece, and the Beast. The Fleece Mane Lion versus the Grell. So Hairband Lion versus, versus Floating Beaked Betentacled Brain. I mean probably the lion right yeah as much as i would love to draw this out and really make a case for the grell i love grells the lion oh, well, takes well, this well, shit. well ooh, well well which one's less likely to which one's more likely to eat you i don't remember one second <laughs> i feel like I the, mean, lion, lion, the lion the lion, is the lion. might eat you do 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 they have no um, compunction about attacking creatures they classify as edible, including humanoids. Damn. Okay. So both. Bo- so both. both. Uh, fleece man lion. Fleece man lion. <laughs> I'm 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 down. I'm fine. Sorry, Grells. You did Sorry, great. Sorry, Grells. You did so good, guys. All right. Go goat versus Houndour. Go goat versus. <laughs> Nick's fleece yes. ram versus hellhound. God, the cuddle factor is just so jarring. Like, it is. It's like one, it's like, oh, a cloud. And the other one's like, here, puppy, it's okay. Your fur feels like a thousand needles. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's got a, an easy win for the next fleece ram, yeah? I think so. I think so. I think so. Okay. Thanks for playing, Hellhounds. You did great. You did great. Oh. Flail Snail versus the L House Drake. Oh, no. You know me. I love my Flail Snail. But the Ale House Drake. God, this one's, this one's tough, Zach. Look, I've got an anti-magic shell protecting me, and if anyone tries to you know, front, my pet's face can act as a bludgeoning device. But the ale drake's got the hot goss. It does have the hot goss. It's like, <sighs> it's a hard one. It's do, a hard do, one. Do, do we leave it to the dice roll? No, no. I think I'm gonna. I think I'll. I'll give it to Flail Snail. You're, too. you're gonna concede to the Flail Snail. I think so. As awesome as the Alehouse Drake is, I was coming up with reasons in my head as to why the Alehouse Drake would lose. Of like, it would never want to be at my house. It would want to be at the bar. Yeah, for real. I would have to go to the bar to visit to hang my out with, pet. Yeah, yeah it would be, be messed up. Where are we? So we got the Grick. We got the Gray Render. Both, I think, like not pretty pets, but could both be good pets. Zach, I hope you won't hate me for me saying I think Gray Render wins. You think Gray Render wins? I think Gray Render. No! My, my My camp, I think I'm in Camp Gray Render. Why? 
uh, it's that loyalty factor. It's like once they bond with you, that's <sighs> that's inseparable. But but Timothy Crick. I know, bud. But Timothy Crick is dead, and we have to move on. Like, it was our first, though. I know, and he'll always be our first. But it's been okay. years. Timothy wouldn't want us to to linger like this. I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Click the submit button, Zach. You can do it. I'm right here with you. I love you. <laughs> okay, Renders, move on to the semifinals. <laughs> Sorry, the quarterfinal. Okay. Okay. Last one for round three. The guard Drake versus the campestry. Now, this is rough. This, this is, is a tough a hard one as well. The noble guard Drake, a steadfast companion. Versus, versus the humble the... campestry. <laughs> the lovely singing. Mushrooms Toad. are very popular right now, Zach. They They're are. very much in the zeitgeist. They are. They're big. <laughs> Man. What could we sell more of? Campestries. What do I think is the better pet? Guard Drake. That's kind of where I'm at. So are you viewing this through information or promotion? I think that, man, the campestry, I think, is a very trendy pet right now. Yeah. So should we capitalize on this trend while we can? I think this one might be a, this for me personally, this one's a dice roll. I'd take it to what the do, dice roll. Okay. Campestry, let's go evens. Uh, evens for campestry, odds for yeah. guard Drake? Yes. That is a six. That's campestry. That is the campestry. I they did not on. I did not think the guard Drake would lose out, but here we are, especially to a little mushroom lad. Here we are at the quarterfinals. Oh my god. All right. Here's okay. a hard one, Griff. Yeah. Griffins. Yeah. Versus the relic sloth. God damn it. I know. I want so, to hear I would love to hear your take first. Okay. Relic sloth. They're derpy. They're big. They're furry. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. They carry your shit. Yeah. But they also got big claws. Mm-hmm. And can hit things with big claws. Mm-hmm. Should should things need it hit it with big claws. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 what I got. Oh, okay. So you're in you're in team in team. I'm on Sloth. team. I'm on team Relic Sloth mainly because I need to see Griffin's fall. I rude, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, man, I th- I think I can give it to the Relic Sloth. In this you're gonna game. give it to the Relic Sloth? I think the Griffin is obviously a noble creature. I think it's very like, there, steadfast. There's been no disputing that. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, the relic sloth. It's it's a it's a battle of inches. Yeah, but I think the relic sloth just gonna take out. it. Oh, this is interesting. We come down. A uh, next matchup is a uh, battle of the mythic odysseys of Theros. We have our hippocamp. We have the fleece mane lion. Ooh, and the, and the matchup right below that is the next fleece ramp. So there we go. Three three competitors from Theros all making it to the quarterfinals. All, all making it to the quarterfinals. Respect. All Theros. right. So Hippocamp, Fleecemane Lion. Hmm. I think just in pure, you're going to be able to have 
it with you like mm-hmm. more, I think the lion might take it. But that's just me. I think the hippocamp is friendlier. Mm-hmm, definitely. I think is more suitable to being a good... This is kind of where we get into that fine line between like pet and companion. Yeah. I feel like you could, with enough work and elbow grease, the fleece main line would be a great companion, but you are mm-hmm. two individual kind of entities on similar paths, on parallel paths, whereas like the hippocamp is more like a pet, like is yeah. more is more like your buddy who, you know, it, it you look at each other with love and respect and like you have to take care of the hippocamp a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? It's fair. So are we giving this to the lion? I, I think I think hippocamp for me. What do you think? I think it's a solid argument. Okay. We'll give it to him. The, the lion had a real good run there. It did. It did have Woo. a good run. Okay. All right. We got our Nick's Fleece Ram and our Flail Snail. Oh, my God. I'm still Team Flail Snail. <laughs> I'm still Team me. Flail Snail. Dude, I fucking love Flail Snails. <laughs> the fucking Flail Snail is so good, dude. Look, like the Nick's Fleece Ram is pretty, but at the end of the day, it's just livestock, you know? Yeah. Like the Flail Snail, like it, like it brings something to the table. Like the like, Nick's Fleece Ram does have, like the, the, the fleece does have magical properties. But it's just like if I, you know, projected, you know, a ne- like a nebula onto a regular sheep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It has more than that going for it. <laughs> I, know. I know. I was oversimplifying, but yeah. But like flail fuck, snail, the flail sale's hard to beat. It's so good. All right. Gray Render versus Campus Trees. God damn. I think I'm still I, I I this is where I'm having to like help myself be objective because like I have a soft spot for the gray render emotionally. I know. Look, this is what I I'm seeing in my head too. It's like look a gray render and then one day it buds and it drops a bunch of little younglings and those younglings go to yo kids. Mm-hmm. And then you know years it becomes down a the generational line, thing. It becomes a generational thing which like I think is lovely. But we could make so much money off the campus trees. We can make money off Grey Render. They pre- they reproduce themselves. All right. Yeah. Grey Render it is. There we go. Semifinals. Goodbye, Goodbye campus trees. Semifinals. Okay. Zach, we're we're getting down toward the end. Uh, um, we are. This is this is this has been so much fun. <laughs> this all right. Relic sloth, hippocamp. Man. We're going to start getting really, like, really granular with these arguments. We are. Look, I, I'm just saying most of your arguments for Hippocamp last time uh-huh. to be the friendlier one. It's going to be more like a companion and like yeah. a pet. Yeah. You could say about the Relic Sloth, but if, the Relic yeah. Sloth's going to be able to come with you to more locale mm-hmm. than the Hippocamp is going to be able to. I think it becomes, yeah, it becomes a matter of locale and also, like, amount of space you're working with there you go it's like it's a weird toss-up because like the hippocamp clearly needs water it needs like a body of water to live in yeah but like the relic sloth is also going to need a lot of outdoor space they have it like, is. they have they have distinct and not comparable like space requirements yeah it's tricky um i'm i think in my in my heart i'm leaning relic sloth i think so too okay I think. 
I did not think Relic Sloth was going to make it to the I end. I didn't either, but like it's a good one. It is. It is a nice one. Relic right. Sloth into the final round. All right, and this the is last be, one. God, this is going to be really hard, Grim. Yeah. It's the Flail Snail versus the Gray Render. This is maybe the most difficult matchup yet. All right, Zach, I know you and I are both Team Flail Snail. We are. We got to take a step back and, and remove our emotional connections to this and just look at the data. Just okay. Look at the facts. Gray Renders like you more. I, I will I say, though, I will say, though, the Gray Render, like, is... It's not a guarantee, right? It's fair. Like, the Grey Render has to bond with you. Like, it has to think, you're pretty cool. Yeah, it is its choice to connect to you. Yeah. If it gets to that point, it's awesome. Yeah. Versus, I, I, but I think the Flail Snail is kind of equally, I think it's two different things. It's the, the Grey Render is, like, all in or absolutely not, whereas the Flail yeah. Snail is a little bit more unfeeling. Yeah. And it's just kind of there. And you kind of have to gradually get to that point. Yeah. I hmm. think, Griff, mm -hmm. I think it's got to go to the gray render. You think so? I think so. I See, think it's I'm, the gray. I was leading Flail Snail. Well, you were? Yeah. All right. I, I, think for the I think for the final, Griff, mm -hmm. I think we got to go to the die. Let me, let's, let's do... Let's do let's do one more quick like give me your pitch for like, give me your elevator pitch for Gray Render and I'll do the same for Flail Snail and we'll we'll call it there. We'll see how that I, if that gets us I anything. Could, I don't want to I don't want to do a die roll this close to the finals, you know. I could ride a Gray Render. I could not ride a Flail Snail. I, you know, like if I'm you know if I get hurt, my Gray Render is gonna be able to like get me out of there. Yeah. You know, like if I like, you know, we're like out in the woods and I fall and I get hurt, like it's going to be able to like, you know, grab me by my coat and like get me out of there. For sure. For sure. For sure. I think a flail snail would just like, like over my face and then I just like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And then, and then where am I? I'm lost in the woods covered in slime. <laughs> <laughs> the way we all want to be. Exactly. Um, Flail snail. You're never gonna lose track of it. That's fair. <laughs> You're uh, like, have you seen my my pet? What's it look like? Oh, it's, um, it's a big snail. With, big you know, snail. Oh big yeah, snail that big the, snail. Oh that yeah. guy. Yeah, it's over there. Flail snails like um like a statement piece. It is a statement piece. I will say you were convert you were very convincing convincing for Gray Render. How about this? Let me let me ask it this way. Okay. If yeah, it's if it's all about love, baby. Yeah, I think, I think Gray Render. I think it's Gray Render. I think, I think Gray, it's Gray Render's Render. Gotta gotta go on to the final, Griff. Okay, God's God bless you, Flail Snail. But God, God bless you. You had a very uh, good run. so sad. <laughs> but folks, that is our final right there. Our final two Relic Sloth v Gray Render. Um. Well, we've reached the end of uh, of our tournament of champions for the most so, part, at least for now. Here's what I think the plan is, listeners. First of all, thank you for coming with us on this journey, not only for this episode, but for a hundred episodes prior. Yes. We are going to put this final matchup of the Grey Render versus the Relic Sloth onto a poll 
on Twitter at PetShopCast.com on the day this episode releases. Yeah. Which at is going Pet to Shopcast, be November, uh, which is going to be November 2nd, Wednesday, November yes. 2nd. You tell us who is the best pet, the Grey Render or the Relic Sloth. The, the, the power's in your hands. The voice of the people will decide. Yes. Do you hear the people sing? Sing the songs of angry doing, snails because the, angry the flail snails, snails should have got di- got robbed. You decided. I you know decided. I'm sad about that, man. Earnestly, folks. Uh, 100, 100 episodes that you have uh, <laughs> come with us along the way, and we've loved you every moment of it um, yeah. as much as we have loved doing the show. Um, but. Uh, the sappy stuff out of the way the usual stuff here it is um, <laughs> you know if you want like, like the show you can leave us a review and subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you listen to us yeah uh if you support this show as you have and uh, as we've said before this show came out of donations from patreon back in the day this was the it was your supports that allowed us to start this show and and begin expanding the network into what Ghostlight Media is today. Mm-hmm. So a, a, a huge amount of thanks and your continued support on Patreon will only allow us to grow into a bigger, better network, bringing you more and more stuff. We get to add new voices, add new shows. Uh, it's your help at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia or even just something simple like buying a mug over at uh, our merch store on TeePublic. Mm-hmm. Like, that all goes to supporting the network. It helps keep us running and helps us continue to grow into what we've become today. So, like, thank you, and we always appreciate your support. Absolutely. And now, uh, last, uh, last notice we have, uh, we're going to be this weekend, November 4th through the 6th, at a catacon in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, um, I am uh, doing a, a panel about uh, GMing for podcasts with Mr. Greenlee, as well as a couple other people that are uh, special guests of the con. Um, that is Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, Griffin, myself, as well as uh, Nicole and uh, our dear friend Rin Moran are going to be doing a one shot of a game called Himbo Treasure Hunt by <laughs> Sasha Sienna and Grant Howitt. Um the time is still up in the air, but that will be happening, and it'll be very, very fun. As uh, my my dear friends uh, play lovely, kind-hearted gym folk uh, trying to save their gym. Hell yeah! Um, it's like the but yeah, dodgeball. Yeah, you can find uh, it's it's the the it's dodgeball mixed with uh, the Goonies. That's exactly what the game is. <laughs> um, but you can find information about that at kadecon.com. That's a c a d e c o n dot com. Um, and uh, hopefully Griff will uh, throw a link into the uh, the description of the episode, maybe? For shizzle. For shizzle. Uh, so, yeah, come check that out. Um, but I think that's about it. I think that's it. Gang, thank you so much for listening. It's been amazing having you here. Zach, love you, man. I love you too, buddy. This is a good show. This, this is a good, a show, good show we show. do. All right, folks. Um, I've been Griffin. I have been Zach. And for, I know we didn't come up with a tagline like right away, but for practically a hundred episodes now, at the end of that day, it is all about love, baby! Woo! One hundred and one times! <laughs>
Thank you all for listening to episode 100 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review or telling your friends about us. You can find us as part of the Ghost Light Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at PetShopCast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghost Light Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you once again to all of our listeners and patrons. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprints and Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. And until then, here's to another hundred. Thank you all so much again. Much love. Bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.